Arizona Sports Saturday. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Hey, thanks for joining us on this lovely Saturday. Weather finally cooled down. Took all year. Uh, it tends to do that. I <laughs> it took the whole year. I feel like it was just hot last weekend. Um, we're talking Arizona Cardinals, and for that, we always turn to our Cardinals insider, Tyler Drake, who joins us live from the zoo, as he usually does. Ty, <laughs> uh, what's going on, brother? Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is just a normal occurrence that has to happen every time I come on the show. So, yeah, let me give you a quick uh, scoop of what I got going. We got Please. a couple of black bears we're checking out. So, okay. you know, pretty cool. I think they're eating right now. What's uh, but yeah, shout out to uh, KTR uh, Mike Broomhead for the uh, Red and Blue at the Zoo here at Wildlife World Zoo. So That's right. Definitely yeah. a cool turnout for the first responders. And, yeah, good time, great weather, and awesome time for sure. I have to check in. Um, is uh, Miss Brady Kay there, and what has been her favorite animal so far? Oh, yeah, she's definitely here. Uh, she, you know, shockingly wasn't a big fan of the fish earlier, but oh. has turned things around. She's a big lion fan and a big baby rhino fan. So things are looking up right now. So she likes Detroit Lions and she likes uh, Jalen Carter on the Eagles, baby rhino. Cool. That sounds yeah, that perfect. You got me. it. <laughs> All right. I want to start with Zach Ertz getting waved. And you put out a piece that made it seem or made the focus more on the guy behind Zach Ertz rather than Zach Ertz just wanting a chance at a opportunity at a, at a title. So Trey McBride, his emergence in all this, how much of a factor does he play in the release of Ertz? Do you think? I mean, I think it's huge. I'll be honest with you guys. I had a, I had a story that was coming out this week that was really focusing on Trey McBride, taking that next step, being that complete tight end one. And then all this stuff with Zach Ertz kind of came through. So I had to go back and kind of revise things a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's really the same story as Trey McBride did enough to where Zach Ertz being released was a doable thing for this team. And, and I think it was a good move. I thought it was a matter of, you know, when, not if with Zach, just based on the new regime and how things were trending and Trey McBride's emergence. Did I think it was going to happen this week? No, not exactly. Did I expect J.J. Watt to break the news? No, definitely not. <laughs> but at the same time, I think it was another move by Monty that shows you that this new regime is constantly looking to turn this roster. And they also did right by Zach Ertz, letting him get a chance to go to a contender and, and potentially have some playoff games under his belt in, in a later uh, you know season in his career. So all around, I think it was a good move. And, and I really think Trey McBride's ready for this next step. He's improved as a blocker as much as he has as a pass catcher. Uh, obviously, coming out of the draft, that was his big, big plus from Steve Kime, and obviously, he might be one of the one of the remaining holdovers from the uh, from the former regime, just based on what he's doing now and based on the growth he's showing with this new uh, coaching staff. So, let's talk about that. Then we're talking to Tyler Drake, our Cardinals insider. Uh, if part of the equation is moving on from the Steve Kime era and some of his guys then who are some of the other pieces that might go, whether I, I, I don't, I doubt anybody gets cut mid season like Ertz, but who are some of the other guys that are top of mind for you that they've got some important decisions to make this off season? Yeah. You know, I think the two for me, and I think everybody's going to say the same thing. Probably when you said this question was Kyler Murray, that's definitely one. I think this audition is huge for him. Another guy to watch, I think is DJ Humphreys. I think he is another guy that, just based on Paris Johnson's growth and the potential that they could add in the draft, but potentially to the other side of, you know, the outside of the line, that, that's another thing to watch. I think it's really about saving money and making sure you get the guys that really fit this culture and not saying that those guys don't, but I think on the saving money side of things, they're really going to look at that on top of just, we've got to get better. We've got to bring our own guys in and, and it's, you know, it's a new regime. It's production based league. 
coming off a down year like this, I'm I'm going to expect some changes. And, and it's not just those guys. I think Marco Wilson is another guy. Keontae Ingram we just saw get cut, and Marco Wilson's playing time is decreasing. So he's a guy definitely that I'm watching uh, moving forward. Obviously, he got, I think, some special teams reps, but no defensive snaps. Downturn for him. So he's going to be some guy that I'm definitely watching the offseason because, like we saw with Keontae, they have no problem getting rid of these guys that, I mean, are still on rookie deals and, and really could be a piece moving forward just based on their youth. Our colleague Dan Bickley, uh, in his latest piece, brought up an interesting aspect of what could be not necessarily an audition for Kyler Murray in these eight games, but rather just the let's get your feet wet and then you're going to be ready for next year when you're the guy. Do you, do you think it's more likely in this moment in time right now that they end up keeping Kyler Murray and that these eight games that he's playing were never an audition to begin with? Uh, I, I think that's hard. I think it's, I think there's a world where they move on. They don't move on and have him come back next season to see what they got. I do still think this is a audition in a way just to see how he can grasp this new coaching staff. If he can gel not only off the, off the field, which he's already doing, but on the field with these guys and, uh, you know, offensive coordinator Drew Petzing. So it, it's a little bit of both, I would say, Mitch. It, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a re- it's, it's a little difficult to really put my thumb on it, but I would say it's, it's just, yeah, a little bit of both right now. I think that part of the equation, too, is that Kyler has been put into this audition, if we want to call it that, with not a lot of great pieces around him. This team is in some ways in shambles. I guess that sets us up for the conversation about Pittsburgh this weekend. Walk me through the injury report, who's available and who's not available for the Cardinals in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so a couple names to watch, definitely. Uh, Michael Wilson's not playing uh, another tough blow. I, I think his absence in this offense is greater than a lot of people think. He just provides them with a bigger body. You know, he's a younger dude. It seems like every contested catch the dude's making. Uh, and alongside him, Zach Pascal's not playing either uh, for different reasons. Obviously, he, he just had a baby, so congrats to him. But that just came down the wire not too long. A couple minutes before you guys called that he will not actually play this week. Uh, and then, obviously, there's a couple questionables with Trey McBride and Hollywood Brown. I will say with Brad McBride, though, he seems pretty confident that he would play this week. Uh, obviously, he's going through the growing issue. And then you've got Hollywood with the heel. They did sign a uh, practice squad wide receiver to the active roster today, but that could have been the Pascal, you know, downgrade, or it could be something more. So definitely going to be something to watch uh, Hollywood and Trey. Obviously, the top two offensive weapons for Kyler moving forward. And, of course, you got James in the backfield. But really, through the air, it's, it's those two guys and then everybody else. Tyler Drake, our lead Cardinals writer with Arizona Sports, joining us here on Arizona Sports Saturday. You wrote a good piece about Keytrell Clark and the way he spoke about essentially his demotion from the prior weeks and now getting back into the lineup this past week. And now the pressure's kind of turned up because they won't have Antonio Hamilton, as you mentioned, and they won't have Starling Thomas either. How much pressure is on not just Keytrell, but also on Marco Wilson to be able to perform as basically the only two cornerbacks available outside of Garrett Williams? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see how this cornerback rotation works. I think Marco is definitely going to get some run. But another guy to watch is uh, Devon Wilson, who, who actually had quite a few snaps in place of Marco uh, last week, so he just got elevated from the practice squad today. Actually, a couple minutes before you guys called again, but uh, definitely something to watch with him. Obviously, not having Starling Thomas is a, is a pretty tough blow, but you know, Keytrell really surprised me. I, I will say the way that he handled everything and the, the way that he handled the media, the way that he really kept his head down was very, uh, 
encouraging for just his growth as a player now and down the line. They obviously love him in that building. I mean, he went from a guy who started five out of the six games, didn't play. I think he was inactive for three or didn't play one game, healthy scratch for two, had very limited special teams reps, and then all of a sudden back in there. And and I think that's just a credit to his ability to, you know, really dig in and figure out what he was missing in his game. And, you know, Patrick Tony, the DB's coach, had a great quote and said, you know, that's a, that's a mark of a professional. If he can go back to the drawing board and really nail the little things down that he was missing to get back to this point, is that's all you can that's all you could hope for for a young player. And it's a good sign for what's to come with not only him, but I think just with, with this coaching staff trying to get these players to buy into. All right, last one for Tyler Drake, who's uh, currently at the zoo um, with his familia and supporting our colleague Mike Broomhead. If you were to make the decision right now, knowing what you know about the Cardinals right now, are you drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. or not? I'm probably drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. Uh, just you got to have another big, big receiver. You know, Michael Wilson obviously is dealing with the injury stuff. So I think he has the potential to be a guy that can really impact this offense moving forward. But with a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr., that's just, there's a lot of good there, man. I mean, just look at his dad's resume. Obviously, you've got to look at everybody separate, but just the pedigree that he's coming from and everything he could bring to the table, I think that would be a knockout, just a a home run hit for this Cardinals team, especially Monty. Because, I mean, not only that, I think Monty's going to do a lot of wheeling and dealing this draft and and really show kind of what he did this past draft in his first one of, of just being able to get some picks that not a lot of people are expecting. All right, Tyler Drake, our Cardinals insider at ArizonaSports.com. Thanks for the insights, Ty, and enjoy the zoo. We'll talk to you soon, all right? No problem, guys. Have a good one.